5 Breakfast. Catch up. You're on 5 Breakfast. It is Throwback Thursday. And for that reason, we are talking about how to make money. And in particular, how to make money with throwback vintage or retro items. Because it, this is a story that seems to happen over and over again of people discovering things in their houses or realizing that they have something that wasn't worth that much 10, 20 years ago, but could be worth a massive amount in future as it becomes a vintage or a collector's item. I've heard about this with books a lot, actually. Like you might have a children's book lying around your house from your grandparents and you might one day open it up and realize that it's like a first edition of like The Little Mermaid and it was printed in like the late 1800s and you might go onto eBay and discover that it's worth hundreds of thousands of rands and it might be a life-changing discovery that you've been by a mistake collecting and so what I want to talk about now with a real expert and one of the top collectors in South Africa it seems Stefan is about vintage cards and playing cards. Stefan, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Very good, my brother. Where in South Africa are you this morning? I'm currently in four ways. Okay, very cool. And if I understand correctly, you've got an absolutely enormous rollicking collection of Tazos and playing cards. Yes, I just have a huge collection of Pokemon cards and a couple of Tazos. And I heard you mention the JoJo's earlier, which I still have a stack of as well. My man, JoJo's were the original for me. They were so elite. Like it was a whole plastic, for those of you who don't know, it was like a little plastic monster figurine uh, that you could throw in certain ways. And if it fell or hit other ones, kind of like supercharged or Super Saiyan marbles. And you could play them and and you could trade them. That's incredible. So how did you, Stefan, if I understand correctly, you've got an interesting story about how you ended up in collecting oh basically long story short COVID started everyone was obviously scrambling losing jobs left right and center sure and i had just moved up to joburg funny enough for a work position which obviously didn't happen because of COVID. Uh-huh. and then i my mom actually dug up um, some of my old childhood toys and things like that and she asked me if she can donate it to hospice and i was like well let me just come and have a look at everything and then that's where it all started. I took the JoJo's and the Tazos and the Pokemon cards and everything. Started doing a bit of research, realized, sure, there's actually quite a market for these things. And then just through the grapevines, I found out there's quite a, a big market in South Africa. There's quite a lot of collectors. I mean, the South African Pokemon group, if you want to call it that, has got roughly 2,000 members, yeah. collectors in South Africa. And yeah, then I just uh, slowly started selling some stuff off that I didn't want bought more stuff and eventually it just uh, excelled into like a pretty much an extreme buying hobby really so i've got all the the vintage sets in in mint condition which i'm planning to get get graded in the future so that they become more valuable because the the cards in the raw format if you want to call it that are you get some really valuable ones but when they get sent for for encapsulating and grading then they're actually authenticated and they become worth a lot more money. Okay, so grading essentially is a certification to say these are real, they're legit, they're of this generation or collection group, right? Yes, unfortunately we don't have a grading company in South Africa. Um, So the world-renowned grading company is PSA in America where everybody kind of sends their cards to and stuff, yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. So Stefan, if I understand correctly, so I mean I've seen the absurd numbers being quoted, like a rare collection Pikachu was sold for 900,000 USD a handful of months ago, which is just mind-boggling. But also in South Africa it's big. If I understand correctly, also there are South Africans competing on global markets and stuff, selling collection cards and that for hundreds of thousands of rands yes definitely recently there was actually a guy in cape town who sold a sealed box from 1999 which had 36 
tax inside. Wow. And I think he sold it for about 145,000 rand. <laughs> How yeah, much is so an original sealed box? Like maybe a grand, maybe back in the day. Yeah, I think they, they sold for about 600 bucks back <sighs> in the day because the, the dollar wasn't that hectic. Yo, that is unbelievable. So people could be sitting on treasure troves right now, whether it be books. I know that a lot of people have old jewelry, family heirlooms, but also collection Pokemon cards and other kinds of cards that could be worth a tremendous amount of money. That's literally what happened to you. No, 100%. Look, I, I didn't stumble across massive amounts of, of valuable cards, and stuff, but it inspired me to start collecting the valuable cards so that in the future, 20, 30 years from now, when my kids need to go to college, I have that sort of, I don't have to worry about things like that. And that is what my best mate's dad said when he, when, when he was helping my best mate at the age of like 10 collect the original, I think it's 150 Pokemon cards from the first gen. Yes, it's yes. like if you hold this and if you keep it mint, this will be a house. Like it really will be a house. Sure. In the future it will be, yes. Oh, that's unbelievable. So, Stefan, for people who are listening right now thinking maybe I've got something valuable, maybe I don't, particularly in the playing cards uh, department, or I guess with Tazos or Jojos or the rest, we've got voice notes from people saying they've got all the original Tazos. What is the key way to go about figuring out how to make money off of this? So, there's two ways to do it. When it comes to the Pokemon cards itself, there's actually an app called that we can all download on iOS and Android. It's called TCG Player. TCG player. Okay, trade. Yeah, the, yeah, okay. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that basically, uh, you just enter your card name. You can even take a picture of your card and the app will scan it and it will bring up the value of that card. And then depending on the condition of the card, you can mark the condition on the app and it will shoot you out a current market price depending on condition. And then the other way to do it with like Tazos and Jojos perhaps or other collectibles is you just go onto eBay and you filter the last sold items. So you type your item's name in, and then you just filter through to see what oh. the last 10 items sold for, and then you kind of have an indication of market price. And then you go and try and find a market, whether it be eBay or whether it be one of the forums or the rest. Yeah, well, look, yeah, in South Africa, if you have anything worthwhile in terms of Pokemon, it will sell within a few hours once you post it on the, oh. the South African group. Okay. And, I mean, I know a lot of guys here locally who are selling cards to guys in America. Yes, of course. Wow, Stefan, that yeah. is so interesting. Thank you for explaining that. And what do you uh, think no is like the kind of hot tip of what next we should know about to look out for? Because, I mean, what we were talking about a little bit earlier on in the show is the fact that a lot of people are speculating that early Apple products become, could become super valuable in future because obviously nobody, like we've got better tech now than, than we did then. But those original iPods, those minis you strapped to your belt, maybe the early, early smartphones could be worth a lot of money as the kind of like new vinyl. You know what I mean? Like new retro. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree with that. I would say that if uh, vintage tech items are in good condition and they're still working, then, then definitely worth getting them like preserved or keep them in bubble wrap or whatever the yeah, case yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't, I don't think that broken vintage items are going to hold any, any, any value. They have to be working and in good condition. Absolutely. Well, Stefan, that is so yeah. interesting. We're going to definitely keep your number. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are going to message on the WhatsApp line now with questions and the rest. We appreciate you, man. And I mean, shout out to your mom for like running the box past you before going to hospice because that's awesome. Yeah, look, if it wasn't for my mom, shout out to my mom. If it wasn't for her, then I probably wouldn't have gotten into this 
or Pokemon thing again because I wouldn't really have had any ammo or leverage yes, to work with from exactly. the start. Any resources. So yeah, no, very fortunate. That's so interesting. Stefan, thank you so much. And I mean, shout out to Pokemon for your kids' college fees one day. I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah, we hope for the best. Eh? Yeah, fingers crossed. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5 City.